Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, April the 8th. And whenever you are listening to this, wherever you are, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness today, my friends. We have made it to Friday, brothers and sisters. We are about to enter into the holiest week of our church year. We're going to go through it with the Gospels, just like we normally do next week, uh, with the exception maybe a Good Friday. I'm not going to read the entire Passion to you. I'll probably read Isaiah. But even, even more importantly, of course, than that, I urge you, if you are able, uh, to take part in the Palm Sunday liturgy this coming weekend, in uh, Holy Thursday evening liturgy, in the Good Friday celebration, the service. Uh, the vigil on Saturday night and and or uh, Sunday Easter Sunday Mass. It is, you know, we we say Holy Week, and of course it is the holiest of weeks. But particularly the Triduum within that, from evening the three days it's called, from evening Holy Thursday to evening on Easter Sunday. Those that is that is the, the, the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. We call it the Paschal Mystery. And that, brothers and sisters, is the repeating pattern in life. That is the model. That is the way. Because we participate in the Paschal Mystery. Not just when we go to church. Not just this week of the year. I mean, that is life. The life, death, and resurrection of Christ is our life, death, and resurrection. All right, here endeth the lesson. But um, yeah, so we're entering into that time, and it's exciting. It's exciting. Lent is built up to this. But first, we've got to get through today's gospel. So we are, uh, I told you, we finished John 8 yesterday. So we're going to jump to John 10. John 10, 31 to 42. What you're going to find you know, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. It's, it's going to sound very similar, and we'll unpack a little bit of that uh, after we, we uh, listen to the word, okay? So John 10, 31 to 42, I will read the New American Translation. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews picked up rocks to stone Jesus. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy. You, a man, are making yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If it calls them gods, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, can you say that the one whom the Father has consecrated and sent into the world blasphemes because he said, I am a son of God? If I do not perform my Father's works, do not believe me. But if I perform them, even if you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may realize and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Then they tried again to arrest him, but he escaped from their power. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized, and there he remained. Many came to him and said, John performed no sign, but everything John said about this man was true, 
and many there began to believe in him. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So you may think, Joe, I mean, this picks up exactly where we left off yesterday because the Jews picked up rocks to stone Jesus, and that's exactly where we left off yesterday. Yeah, you'd think, right? You'd think. No, clearly more than one time, Jesus was was threatened to be stoned to death. And these weren't the only two. These were just the ones in John that we heard back to back yesterday and today. We can remember when they wanted to throw him off the brow of the hill in Nazareth after, you know, he comes out of the wilderness, goes into the temple and says, today the scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing right away. And they lead him out to the brow of the hill. They're going to throw him off head first and he walks through their midst. I mean, honestly, my friends, this is a man who who was, and I won't say familiar with death, but who had brushed it many times because of his strength, because of his honesty, because he was speaking uh, to them and holding mirrors up. Now, so what? Let's let's set the the uh, just the scene a little bit. He's, again, back in Jerusalem. So a different time than he was in chapter 8. Went away, came back. And again, he's at the portico of Solomon, remember? The pool of uh, Bethesda and everything in one of those porticos. And the people are like, hey, you know, don't keep us in suspense any longer. Are you the Messiah or not? And he said, listen, I told you, but you don't believe. And, and you don't believe my works. So that's the foundation. And ultimately what he said that really angered them here at the end was, my father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one can take them out of the father's hand. The father and I are one. The father and I are one. I mean, that just set him off and said, okay, he's making himself God. Uh, and, uh, and hence, blasphemy, we're going to stone him to death. But let's look at that, brothers and sisters. You know, Jesus, in again, his great wisdom, uh, says, okay, you're picking up rocks. For which of these good works are you going to stone me? Which is it? And they're like, no, it's blasphemy, not good works. And then so he does an argument, like a a Greek philosopher would, by the way. And uh, and said, but scripture says you're gods. and, and, And if it calls them gods to whom the word of God came, and Scripture cannot be wrong. Scripture can't be just, we can't throw it out. And, and that's true for us too, brothers and sisters. We have to chew on it. When we don't like a Scripture, we can't just say, ah, throw it out. We've got we to gotta, we gotta do better than that. Um, and he says to him, hey, why do you say it's blasphemy then when I say I am the Son of God? Or when he says the Father and I are one. And then what he does, and I think this is something for us to chew on, that, brothers and sisters, you and I can say that same thing. Or we can say we are daughters of God or, or sons of God. Um, and, and we may even kind of feel queasy saying these things. But, but it's, that, it's what I said yesterday, that, that Jesus calling, yes, I made you out of clay, but I, I made you in such a way that you can contain my very presence within you. And so if we carry that, that spark of God, which is life 
and goodness and our conscience and that voice of God where it convenes, you know, within us. If we carry that, and my friends, we do, we do, then we are one with God as well. Make no mistake about it. If we carry the Holy Spirit within us, and we do, we are one with God. Doesn't mean we are the God of the universe. But it means it's that dance that I talked about yesterday. It's that dance. Now, that doesn't mean just because we carry the Holy Spirit that we, we say yes to the dance. We can be wallflowers. Or it doesn't mean even if we're not wallflowers and we go out to the dance that we're going to do it well because we got to learn and we got to practice. Before you can dance well, you gotta, you got to step on a few toes and you got to learn the moves, right? we got to do all that. And that's, he says, don't believe because the word I'm telling you. Believe my works. You know, and, and again, I'm sure Jesus had to do some of that same practice that you and I have to do. But in a sense, he's saying, believe the dance. Look, look at the flow. Look at it. Look at the oneness. Look at how that movement happens. So what is that? What, what am I pointing to here? Well, again, I'm going to use Paul. Because Paul does this so well, and I've used this many times, but the fruit of the Spirit. We know we are living out of that oneness with God, out of that Holy Spirit, when these things are present. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Now, don't think of love as lust, as sex, as, as light, you know, you know, oh, infatuation. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Don't look at it that way at all. Love is that idea of um, dying so that another may live. Love is setting aside my wants and needs, my agenda, for the whole, for the larger, for the good of the other, whatever that looks like. So the fruit of the Spirit, we know the Spirit's presence when, when love is present. Love, joy, peace, patience, Kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Those are the things, brothers and sisters. I didn't make them up. We know the Spirit is present when we are living that way. And when our works come out of that place, not a place of ego, not a place of arrogance, not a place of trying to, to build myself up, not a, a, a place of, i got to make my argument, and, and so it makes me look good, or, it, or, or it, you know, it makes the world that I live in more controllable. Not a place of my own agenda, whatever that is. Not a place even of, you know, whatever. I mean, when we're acting out of those things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, uh, kindness, self-control. All those things, the works speak for themselves that we are acting out of that oneness. Now again, when we are not acting that way, brothers and sisters, it doesn't mean that God has left us. It merely means we have left God. God still remains within us. Um... What does he say? That, that I've counted every hair in your head. And, and, you know, two sparrows couldn't even be alive without, uh, without me remembering them. And so you are far more important than many sparrows, he says. 
because he, by his very action in remembering us, he lives us in, into being. And uh, and when we leave him, it doesn't mean he is outside of us anymore. It simply means we have decided to stay on the side of the of the dance floor. Uh, we have chosen to dance with other partners. And and God, in God's great courteousness and patience, will wait for us and continue to ask. But we have to say yes. We have to say yes. And when we do, um, that oneness just shows itself more and more and more. Uh, second point, and, and I'll, I'll end with this. You know, there's this idea the Jews are trying to kill Jesus, and I'm going to use the first reading here to, to set the stage, and it's Jeremiah, Jeremiah 20. I'm just going to read the first sentence or two. I hear the whisperings of many, now these are Jeremiah's words, terror on every side, denounce, let us denounce him. All those who are my friends are on the watch for any misstep of mine. Perhaps he will be trapped. Then we can prevail and take our vengeance on him. You know, we've heard a lot of this same type of Jesus talk in the Gospels this week. People trying to stone him, angry at him. He angry at not only the Pharisees, but the, the people, the people angry at him. The Pharisees always trying to plot and kill. And I think that all makes sense in hindsight. We're getting ready for Jesus to be killed. And, and what the Gospels are showing us is that if we are going to be women and men of integrity, we're going to be women and men of honesty, that we are, called, we are going to make enemies too. And I guess my point here being, uh, you know, Jeremiah in doing that clearly had enemies. Uh, and Jesus, we're seeing, clearly had enemies. Not because they wanted to, but because they couldn't um, not speak the truth that was within them. And I guess my point here is, suffering is a reality in the world, my friends. And that doesn't mean it's, it's a good thing. That doesn't mean we embrace it and, and go out and seek it. But it also doesn't mean if we're going to be followers of his, if we're going to be followers of, of the Christ, that we are going to avoid it. Because we can't. The more we are followers of Christ, in fact, the more enemies we may make. Because the spirit of the world, the spirit of the deceiver, isn't going to like it. And, uh, and we'll be in op- opposition to whatever the fancies or, or the spirit of the age is. And, uh, and that may set others against us. Now, just because we have enemies doesn't mean we're walking in the faith. We have to make sure we're prudent about that, too. Our job is to make sure we are daughters and sons of God, that we are one with God, and to live out of that place and know that that may make enemies of others. And when when we get to that space where we feel isolated and alone and, and we're suffering not just physically but emotionally and mentally and we wonder if did I do it wrong, you make sure you surround yourself with those who remind us, who can tell us, or walk with us and say, you did it right, and you're doing it right. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God reminds us, right, in the psalmist, through the psalmist in, in Psalm 23, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death and suffering and loneliness, I fear no evil, 
for you are at my side. You, God, you, my spouse, you, my best friend, whoever. I fear no evil for you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me hope, that give me comfort, that give me courage. Brothers and sisters, suffering is a reality. It may come because of our oneness with God. But don't be afraid to talk about that union that you are a daughter, you are a son, and you and I are one with because of God's great goodness. And the more we live out of that, yes, maybe suffering will come. But remember, especially now, as we enter into this holiest of weeks, that the passion and death of Christ were not the end, nor is suffering. Let's pray. And so, my friends, we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the institution, the gift of the Eucharist. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful Friday, a wonderful weekend. And bless you all, bless us all, as we enter into this holiest of weeks. God's peace.